0: Good morning, everyone. As you know, we've been looking at the parable of the talents in Matthew 25 and reflecting on how to look after things well. And my particular focus this morning will be about how to look after our spiritual lives. I'm not coming from a place of success. I'm coming from a place of failure and struggle with the odd moment of what I would call success. But in other people's eyes, it may look like um, a mess. But you know what? <laughs> God looks at the heart. And as we noticed uh, when Graham introduced the topic, it was about the guys' faithfulness in what they have been entrusted with. It wasn't about their success. And I'm comforted by that. So looking after our spiritual lives, well, I drew um, out four aspects of my spiritual life. It's not it's not exhaustive by any means. And um, I just wanted to look at the four key elements of it for me. Um, But I realize there are lots of things that I am ignoring because I've only got 10 minutes. Um, So I want to look at prayer, Bible study, worship and family. Those are the four main areas that I want to focus on today. It's hard to separate prayer and Bible study or Bible reading, whatever you want to call it. Because to me, it's it's where the conversation and the relationship with God is. Um, and of course, prayer can happen at any time of day. Bible reading can happen at any time of day. But I, I've learned that God is always talking. I've just got to tune in. I thought about the illustration of Wi-Fi. I and mean, It's just like... If with us so much at the moment, this, oh, have you got Wi-Fi connection? And if you have, how good is it? Um, my lads are always talking to me about how slow ours is and uh, what we could do in order to um, get a better package and everything. So um, I wanted to use that as a bit of an illustration about connection, i.e. relationship and spiritual life. Where are we? Are we bothered by our connection or our lack of connection? And um, when we have got connection, how are we how we how are we getting that connection? So for me, in terms of prayer, um, I can split prayer up into lots of different categories. For me, it's about me being real with God. It's about journaling sometimes, particularly when I can't seem to get the words out. Um, laying down those burdens, um, reflecting with God on things. Um, often I find thankfulness or listing my thank yous before him really helpful just to come into his presence. And it's the opposite of the way that um, my mind can often sort of go to negativity as, as its first um, response to things. But thankfulness has enabled me to um, look at things the other way around. Um And with reading the Bible and focusing on the truth that's in the Bible, whether that's listening to it via an app or reading it in your faithful Bible or just writing stuff down and putting it around the house, just whether it's a verse or a whole psalm, whatever it is, making sure that we engage with truth because if we don't, the the rest speaks to us and the rest um, I would define as lies um, and the message that that the world gives, which it just doesn't help us with where we are in God. You know, it might be every day with Eamon and Ruth. It could be um, it could be your local radio station. I'm not saying these things are wrong, but if that's our go to, um, it could be Facebook. It could be the newspaper. um it could be how you're feeling physically, where you where you start off, um, but actually tuning in with God, ideally before you go to sleep. I think Bill Johnson says that if you get a good sleep, um, you can have a good start to the day because you've you've connected with Jesus as you were going to sleep. And uh, Barbara inspired me to download the Soul Time app the other week when we were in our Zoom conversations and on a Sunday morning. And it really, it really challenged me because I thought, actually, do you know, I could I really feel like I need something like that at the moment. And and it's been really, really helpful and you can track your mood you can listen to things that feel appropriate for where you're at at the moment in god um, or in life in general and it's really helpful so so thanks bob for that recommendation i'm actually paying a subscription for it now and i'm really pleased i've invested in that So i think we you know we can invest in netflix we can invest in um the food that we buy um and and all the rest of it but um what I perhaps need to put money into my relationship with God it's helpful um so prayer is a time to talk and a time to reflect but it's also listening and and as we look at the Bible we are listening to God we're listening to what he's saying and there could be prompts as well prompts throughout the day when the Holy Spirit just wants us to stop us in our tracks and just say hey look at so-and-so or Hey, see that tree over there? There's something I want to tell you about that tree. And it's where you are. And, um, you know, God might want to speak through something we see. That's what I'm basically saying. And and intertwined in all of this is worship. So worship is not an occasion. Worship is our, how our hearts um respond to God whether that's in song or in the way that we speak to him and it's very easy to think of it as an occasion or whenever the worship band get up and uh, do their thing and when we haven't got that or we've got it but we've got it online um you can say oh well I'm really missing worship but actually worship is available 24/7 and that's where we magnify God that's where we focus on who he is what he's done and and who we are in him and um you know if you've got a phone and you've got youtube or spotify you know you can easily down download some tracks and and get into god's presence that way it could be a cd in the car yes i do still have cds young people um and or it could just be singing a song on your own on a long walk um check out your company check you're not um you know (laughs) gonna frighten anybody but you know often I find some of the older older worship songs come back to me when I'm on a walk and and God really ministers to me through those things and um the other thing that I've thought about recently is how family is key and that what what people sometimes call fellowship it's being with God's people and yes, we're not supposed to be hiding away in some building, uh, being a cliquey club. But actually, the the benefit of fellowship, the benefit of being together carries something with it. So, yes, we have the restriction of, of what we're doing this morning, um, as opposed to actually physically being with each other. But maybe we can think outside the box and get together with a couple of friends in the park or you know, get on the phone and talk to somebody about how you're really feeling. I've learned a lot about myself, that without that connection, I can be, you know, thinking all the wrong things um, and, and just leaving um, things to fester, where I could be just sharing them with a big sister or a big brother of mine and just go, hey, have you ever felt like this? And you know and actually just going on zoom on a sunday morning it might be like the last thing you want to do you might be busy making your roast dinner or looking after the kids but maybe take it in turns to go on zoom because actually we've had some really great conversations on zoom on a sunday morning and we can just share where we're at with people and and i have to say i've cried quite a few times on zoom and that's that actually is a good thing that's not necessarily a bad thing it's a good thing because yes we are spiritual and emotional. Emotional beings, but being real with people really helps me. And um, I wanted to draw the other illustration, um, apart from Wi-Fi, about my garden. I've got a little yard basically, and at the beginning of lockdown, I looked out on the, the yard and thought, oh, haven't got a garden, miss colour, miss um plants, miss gardening, really. But I'm just being able to sit there and enjoy God's creation. So um, I think Jesus really inspired me just to buy a few pots and plant a few plants, which led to more and more to the point where the boys actually said, I think you're addicted to gardening. But I'm so pleased I did it. I put a lot of time in. I invested money in it and I can now look at that yard and think, wow, look what you did, Lord, with a few seeds. Look what you did with a few um, seedlings. And there's colour. These tiny little fuchsias that I bought are now huge. And um, I've got some tomatoes. Thank you, Gilgans. And um, I'm just, it's something that I can look out now and enjoy and know that there's stuff that I've planted and I've watered because it did take faithfulness to look after that garden. and And I'm seeing the benefits of it now. So I had to be a devoted gardener in order to enjoy the benefits. And I think in this looking after, how do we look after our spiritual life? I'm thinking, yeah, it is a bit like the garden. It is like, well, if we don't make time, if we don't invest, maybe even if we don't put money that way, um, you know, what, what does our spiritual life look like? Is it just that we signed up to Jesus and got baptised and became a church partner and, and that's that's all there is to it so that when I reach uh, the gates of heaven, I can say, yeah, here it is. It's on paper. I'm a Christian. But I haven't fostered my relationship with Jesus. I haven't fostered time out with him. It would be um, easy to think, or well, you know, I've, I've done Bible study for quite a long time. I, I know the Bible really well. But actually, Jesus Read scripture. Jesus spent time with Father away from everybody else. And actually, if if the Son of God needed that time, how much more do we need that time? So we've got a few challenges. I have that constant challenge of when life gets really, really busy, what does my devotional life look like? And I can't be perfectionist about it because if I was, I probably wouldn't attempt anything. But I do need to be intentional and constantly review what it is that I do, um, just to keep that connection with Jesus, to hear what he's saying. Make sure you've got your connection. Make sure you're investing in the things that he's given you and share your story. Share share what he's given you. I think that is really good because that's where we learn from each other and that that fellowship, that family time that we have, we, we just so need to learn from each other. It's... Um, is key and anyway bless you love you all bye for now